You've got to shoot this bit, Margaret. You've got to shoot it. Snow bombing in Mayor Orphan. They play Monopoly. Zermatt unplugged. Very no shit, Sherlock. Black Eyed Peas in Ishkel. Or go to the pub. Caprice in Crown Montana. And the Reckon Beacons. The Altitude Comedy Festival. In Mayor Orphan. Bond Street is Crown Montana. Long at Ski Sessions, Rob. And Oxford Street is Aspen. Though if I'm going to start springing daffodils, then I will have a serious concern about my health, I think. So welcome to the 18th edition of the Way Out Podcast, season two. It's far from over, but this is a special edition of the podcast talking about skiing in the spring. And I'm, of course, as usual, joined by my fabulous co-host, the spring-like disposition, Daffodil Springing Man himself. It's Rob Stewart. How are you, Rob? (laughs) Yeah, I'm really well, Dom. Although if I'm going to start springing daffodils, then I will have a serious concern about my health, I think. Um, Yeah, yeah, I live quite close to Wales. In fact, there's snow on the Brecon Beacons today. Uh, But even uh, they don't actually grow them as body parts, I believe. Uh, Those lovely Welsh people. It's supposed to be a compliment, Rob. It's supposed to be (laughs) referring to your sunny disposition as we're talking about spring night skiing. Ah, I see. Okay, fair enough. Although by the looks of things, the spring conditions are going to be snowier than the winter ones in the Alps. Uh, Yeah, that's true. Um, But before we go into that, can I have another rant about something, please? Rob, you've never asked if you can (laughs) rant before, so go ahead. What are you ranting about? (laughs) Okay. Yesterday, I received a press release titled, Ski Holidays Without Snow. Monopoly. (laughs) Or head to the pub, question mark. All right, yeah, okay. Which came from an insurance company. I'm not going to name the PR firm that sent it or the insurance company. That's that's fine. Um, But the release went on to say that because there's basically no snow anywhere, right, that's what they're suggesting, they did a survey uh, and people responded, apparently saying that they play Monopoly or go to the pub <laughs> when there's no snow. <laughs> okay, so this is the summer then they must be talking about rather than <laughs> Right. Well, no. Um, they're suggesting that there's no snow now, and that is what people are doing. Okay. Then also suggest there's been a huge spike in accidents, based, I should say, on one article that they put forward from a Grenoble hospital, saying okay. they've been busy over the peak seasons, uh, peak <laughs> weeks of the season. I mean, sorry, no shit, Sherlock. Uh <laughs> I didn't see any real data on that to back that article up. It was just a sort of anecdotal thing. We're busy. We're no busy. Surprise. No surprise it came from an insurance company. So what? I, I guess, what is their point then, Rob? What are they trying to say? Don't forget to yeah, insure what, yourself, basically. Sure. I mean, get their insurance uh, mentioned. And I mean, good luck to them. That's fine. Insurance is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, can, they also then say that because skiers are having to go to higher altitudes to get snow, in some cases, this could invalidate their insurance. <laughs> oh, wow. So you've got to tell your insurance company that you're actually going to go slightly further up the mountain than the resort level. Is that right? I mean, what kind of height are they talking about? Well, exactly. And they don't say that. Are they saying that their policies say, you know, be careful because if you go skiing over an altitude of 2,000 metres, you might get into trouble? I mean, I've never quite heard anything so stupid. So anyway, I sent them a very ranty email back and they haven't responded to that yet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think you're going to need to let that one go, Rob. And uh, you know what these companies are like? They like to be a bit creative with the press release. I guess in the end of the day, what they're looking for is for us to write a story about them. I mean, you know about that as much as anyone else. Yeah, true. And I, I sort of commend them for their uh, the fact that they're trying to be creative here. I just think their knowledge uh, has been a bit exposed. You know, they they would have been better off taking an advert in your magazine, Dom, telling skiers how important <laughs> ski insurance actually is. I mean, monopoly, you know, I mean, oh, my God. 
Right. Right, Rob. Let's get you off your soapbox. Uh, leads us nicely into talking about skiing in the springtime, which is uh, also often misunderstood. So uh, we could take that Monopoly theme, create a skiing mm-hmm. Monopoly board of resorts. So uh, you might want to choose to go during the springtime and rank them in the value they might sell for on an interested party, you know, like, you know, the valuable Monopoly board places with the valuable <laughs> resort places. What do you reckon? That is a great idea, Dom. Let, let's do that then. I mean, it reminds me that I once had a fun conversation that basically links ski resorts with monopoly board places. You know, so for example, Sloan Square is Verbier, uh, oh, yeah. Bond Street is Cromontana, and Oxford Street is Aspen for whatever reasons. Um, <laughs> I've, got a feeling, we should... I've got a feeling we're going to end up with a lot of resorts that don't like us. We should have been Sloan Square. <laughs> we should have been Bond Street. <laughs> yes, we're, exactly. we're definitely Park Lane. Were they not Park Lane? Well... I mean, let's let's have a play around with it and see what we get to. There might be some hidden gems there or places that people don't maybe associate with uh, the blingiest places in London. But, you know, we could we, we can have a play with that. Yeah, um, but actually, first, we, we've got to break down some of the myths and also talk about what we mean by springtime skiing as yeah, well. Absolutely. Time to mention today's sponsor, Ski Independence and Canada's Alberta. So the team at Ski Independence have been sending customers to Alberta ski resorts for almost 30 years with oodles of personal experience. They know all about the best places to stay, the best travel options and everything in between. From Banff's best apres ski locations to breathtaking scenery at Lake Louise or how to get the best out of a multi-centre itinerary. They highly recommend road tripping up the spectacular Icefields Parkway between Lake Louise and Jasper for an experience like no other. So, listeners, go ahead and visit ski-i.com forward slash Alberta to find out more about booking Canada's Alberta with tailor-made specialists, Ski Independence. Well, we might think of springtime as March, which technically I suppose it is, and it also happens to be one of the best times to go skiing in the Alps, and it definitely has been over the last few years when we've had that later snow, but... Yeah. Really, in the Alps, it should still be winter-like, and historical snow records show that, especially above 12, 1,300 metres, March is the time when the snow is pretty much at its deepest. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Time. yeah, like we said, it's looking like this March should be the best time to go skiing this winter, right? Yeah, well, snow's falling in the Alps. Looks like uh, colder temperatures are set in, so colder than it has been anyway. Um, but when we're talking about real spring skiing, we're actually talking probably more like April time and even into May in some places. So March is a busy time for British skiers and um, they like to go after the peak school holidays week. So March is pretty normal for many skiers. Yeah, it? yeah, I agree. I mean, March is great. But when you speak to people that don't ski, they tend to think that the ski season is done and dusted by yeah. like even the start of March. But of course, we know that isn't the case at all. No, absolutely. Well, let's take a look at some of the destinations that we mean by spring skiing. Because we've recently just done a spring skiing feature, so hopefully that will help us as well. And um, mm. by that, I guess we're going to talk late March and into April, with the Easter holidays being the obvious two-week slot that many people need to slot into. Yeah, it's worth saying that the Easter school holidays are in no way nearly as busy as the February holidays, not mm. even close. And no. prices are you know, generally much cheaper too. Right? Absolutely, yeah. And Easter being relatively early this year in 2024 and the weather forecast for March looking colder than February could be quite a bumper time to go. Yeah, so I picked up on this recent article by Patrick Thorne in your magazine, Dom, In the Snow, yeah. just published about spring skiing. So we can hook it to that. And if any listeners want to check that out, just go to inthesnow.com and there's a link on the homepage to the article, where is best to ski this Easter? 
What a great title. The first thing to mention <laughs> is the longer daylight hours. That's great. Clocks go forward at the end of March, and it means long après ski sessions, Rob. What do you think of that? In the sunshine. Yeah, it's it's my favourite time of the season, that's for sure. Um, of course, it is often snowing in April as well, especially these days with the kind of some of those changing weather patterns that we're getting. Um, yeah. You can be skiing some of the best powder of the season in April. Yeah, absolutely. And it's when ski touring really comes into its own as well. Think of the classics such as the Oak Route from Chamonix to Zermatt. Uh, best yep. done in the late season, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. April and May, great times for that. And just ski touring in general, right? With longer daylight hours. I think that's yeah. one of the reasons. Longer daylight hours and and an accumulation of snow. Yeah. You know, lots of snow high up. Yeah. Absolutely. And then you've got the festivals too. You've got snow bombing in May or Orphan, the 8th to the 13th. You've got Zermatt Unplugged, 9th to the 13th. Black Eyed Peas in Ishkel on <laughs> April the 30th. Um, yep. Caprice in Crown Montana over two weekends, end of March. And the start of April. And then, of course, there's the long-standing altitude comedy festival that I love uh, in May or often again this year, April the 1st or the 5th. So loads of very cool events going on. Yeah, it's really nice. Yes, Dom. So this week's Weather Roundup is brought to you by Ski Weekends. The flexible ski holiday experts choose from 10 fantastic catered chalets and over 100 hotels in 40 resorts. You can stay as long as you like with skiweekends.com. So, Rob, it has been a pretty uh, all-over-the-place couple of weeks in regards to the mm. weather, hasn't it? Because obviously we've had some has. big temperatures, we've had a bit of rain, we've had all sorts, haven't we? All sorts. That's that's the that's the thing with this winter. We've had all sorts. Yeah, and, all sorts. Um, well, you know, that includes quite a lot of snow in places yeah. And, yeah, and powder, yeah. as well as, you know, rain and hard pack slopes. Yeah. We, we have had it all this season, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, I've just I've just literally, as we've been talking there, I've just had a video come in from uh, a pal of mine who is driving out of Mayor Orphan. And he said, Dom, we've had to leave before the car gets stuck and the snowflakes, Rob. I mean, honestly, it's been sometimes I've seen snowflakes. He said they're like golf balls coming down and hitting the car. So. Uh, Mayor yeah. Orphan right now, Friday 23rd, big snow coming in there, and I'm sure some yeah. localised areas around that area too. So that's pretty great news. Yeah, just speak, I've been speaking to the Salback Tourist Office this morning, and they have, they're experiencing exactly the same thing today. Uh, oh, big wow. snowfalls. Uh, I've been told in Corinthia, because I'm heading there in just over a week, that it's snowing heavily there as well. So Austria are getting it. But across the other side of the Alps, literally, um, had an email today from Leger. Uh, snow is in the village again. Um, so, you know, and more to come over the weekend. And then I saw pictures on social media from Morzine, you know, obviously relatively low resort Morzine. Mm, and yeah. uh, there's snow in town as well. So it's snowing down to a low level now. Oh, wow. Um that's it started good, as rain. It? it started as rain. And there was a bit of social media yesterday. That's Thursday, the 22nd of February, sort of suggesting there's rain down in resort level, places like mm. the Clouzard, Saint-Gervais. Uh, but that has now turned to snow. And and so that, you know, it's, it's colder temperatures. I don't mm. think those cold temperatures are going to last forever. It is going to warm up a little bit again next week, but we're not going to see the sort of higher spring-like temperatures that we had um for the last couple of weeks and there is more snow in the forecast coming through as well so yeah it's good, good news yeah it mm. is good news and i know that uh, i've got a message from uh down at ski weekends who is our um snow report sponsor and he said uh, exciting news as it's been snowing the past couple of days just a little then 20 centimeters last night in avorians that's good news for avorians nice. you've mentioned mm. uh, leger and morzine will benefit from that as well um yep. 
He said, our chalet teams are also excited to get out today, and we've already had videos of them cruising the powder off piste in Courchevel this morning. So that's also good. Nice. So, yeah, you were in mm. Courchevel last week. You said conditions were pretty good up high and that it could do with a top-up. Yep. So there you go. There's the top-up. There you go. Mm. Um, what else have we got there? Um, conditions across France are holding up, considering it's been half-term. And in truth, there hasn't been that much snow in the past few weeks um but uh half time was busy and the snow has yeah. returned over the last week so yeah sounding pretty good be, to be I mean, fair you know, dan says there hasn't been snow in the past few weeks but we had 15 centimeters of snow a uh, week and a half ago when we were in courchevel at the beginning of the week oh, right. uh, so so actually yeah, it was all right yeah. um he's also saying i can see uh the report here he's you know in avorias while the snow has been a bit soft significant drop in temperature yeah, uh, has consolidated the base, and with you know over twenty centimeters of fresh snow on top, it's pretty good all the way down to the resort level. Yeah, and um, and and goes on to talk about the, the Port Soleil lower resorts that struggled in the past few weeks, and anything below fourteen hundred meters has been largely artificial. Mm. Um, and I I I saw that that's true. Anything below fourteen hundred is artificial, but this uh, cold temperature means the snow they're making snow again. Yeah. Um, down below and the new snow is making it feel all a lot fresher of course and the same in leger you know and stuff yeah. well definitely uh listeners uh keep a look out on uh in the snow.com we do a regular blog that's updated weekly on where is best to ski now we've also got our spring skiing update um which we're talking about today as well so yeah plenty of news there and we'll have a full snow roundup next week rob yeah absolutely very good what's next Okay, so let's uh, take a look at where else we should be looking at over Easter and beyond. Um, there's obviously some, well, there's some obvious options out there, you know, going high, um, glacier resorts, and also, you know, heading north to Scandinavia as well. Yeah, I mean, Norway's definitely an option. Their resorts stay open through April, and they even had great snow for, you know, this time of year in, you know, in April. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Norway's had a good season, underreported in my opinion, and snow yeah. will likely be in decent shape through April. I mean, I'm looking possibly to head to Halfjell mid-April, just a couple of hours train journey from Oslo, uh, Gardaman Airport. Right. Yeah, no, mm. sounds great. So, Easy to get to. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So uh, let's take a look at some of our Monopoly board spring skiing destinations then, Rob. What are you going to start with? Right. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, I'll start. I'll start with you then, Dom. Okay, here we go. I'll give you an easy one. Park Lane. (laughs) (laughs) How did I knew you were going to choose Park Lane and not Old Kent Road? So the the blingy one one with the five-star hotels, the car showrooms and views of the uh, fabulous Hyde Park. Uh, I guess it's got to be Zermatt. What do you reckon? It's high altitude. Uh, Glace is open until May the 1st, and the main skiing area is open until April 21st. So it's got it all to offer there. It's years since I've been to Zermatt, but what a beautiful place. Mm, Checking UK package holidays, not much from some of the big operators, except Ski Weekend are offering holidays all the way through to April, so check those out. Well, that's a good choice, Dom. Um, Yeah, yeah, special place, and I get the Park Lane link too. Very good. You know, blingy, lots of great views, right? I mean, amazing. Okay, Rob. Yeah. So what about a bit of a Leicester Square? What do you think? <laughs> Leicester Square, right. Okay. Mm, <laughs> I think, <laughs> okay, it has to be Teen. Okay. Right? Think big, think modern, lots going on all over the place. Teen is open until May the 5th for skiing. And because of its height, there should be plenty of snow uh, all the way down to resort as well, yeah. even at that time of year. It's yeah. kind of a classic spring skiing destination, isn't it? Um, yeah. Peak Retreats, a good bet to book a holiday there at that time of year. Check out peakretreats.co.uk, you know, through into April. So there you go. That's my Leicester Square. 
I like team. that. Team, yeah. Team's an obvious and, and a great choice for sure. Yeah. Right. Your turn, Dom. Okay. The Angel. <laughs> okay. That's not such an obvious one. I don't know what to say about the Angel, but uh, I'm going to say, what about a St. Anton? So that's a pretty cool and fun, quite relaxing in the springtime. Lots of app prey, not necessarily overly blingy, but pretty cool destination, I reckon. Yeah, I get that link. Yeah, the Angel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All well, right. Well, lots going on over Easter and beyond. Um, Crystal Ski Holidays, they run a special snow week from April 13th to the 21st. It's always a great vibe and a great place to be at the end of the season as staff. You know, they're going a bit crazy by that point, as they can, <laughs> as, you, as you can imagine. Um, and uh, yeah, lots of partying, plenty of skiing. I've had people just mm. out there in St. Anton, and it looked absolutely great. Loads of partying, loads of outplay. Looked great. Oh, yeah, I love that area. Okay, I'm just going to mention a bunch of other skiing areas in the Tyrol as well, around St. Anton, that are really quite set up for spring skiing as well. Just a quick sort of quick fire round uh, of mentioning this air, these these areas. So I'm going to start all with the strip that are on the same side as the Borders Angel. Yeah, these are all the same sort of – I can't remember all the ones that are on the same side of the board, <laughs> but we're travelling down that side of the board now. Go for it. We're heading around that kind of cool, Islington area that's maybe a little bit understated, but actually, yeah. when you go there, it's like, hmm, this is good. It's a bit more interesting than the West End, isn't it? There's a lot going <laughs> on, right? People actually live there as well. Yeah. So, yeah, Hintertux, right? Offering pretty much year round skiing, big vertical mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, Stubai, right? The closest glacier ski area to Innsbruck. Pretty cool option to stay there in town and travel yeah. up to skiing, yeah. to the skiing area. And don't as forget well. Solden as well. Pretty big glacier skiing area there. Starts early in October and ends late May. And uh, so that's pretty cool. And Pitztal yeah. as well, another one that's open from September to May Pitztal. most years. So, uh, yeah, two good ones there. Yeah. Um, and and Pitztal probably slightly off the radar, but very good. Um, I'm finally going to mention Kunatal. Uh, it's famous for its spring break U UK snowboard test. I think they still do it there. It's a bit of a, <laughs> bit of a party. Yeah. Uh, a bit of a party. But yeah, nice skiing into May and a spectacular drive to get up there as well. Oh, God, yeah, absolutely. So uh, so lo loads of great ski areas in that region, actually, that are well suited for spring skiing. And I think we often forget that, I don't know, for whatever reason. But yeah, great area for spring skiing, for sure. Yeah. Right, Rob. So what about... King's Cross Station, over to you. What do you think? King's Cross Station. <laughs> oh, thanks, Tom. King's Cross. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, King's Cross, not exactly known in the past as being upmarket or particularly uh, nice. Mm, but the redevelopment of that area is incredible. And, of course, the transport links are fantastic. Right? Yeah. So, with that in mind, I'm going to go for Alpe d'Huez. This feels really yeah. dangerous. I feel like we're skating on thin ice here. <laughs> uh, bear with me. Bear with me. Alpe d'Huez, perhaps a hidden gem. Yeah. Uh, there's something for everyone, right? Not overly expensive, lots yeah. of development, mm -hmm. and a great transportation system, fantastic lift system. The right. kind of resort where you might be a bit surprised when you get there in a good way, right? Yeah. <laughs> a bit like King's Cross. I'm these days it, rob i think i think <laughs> i think you've done a good job there i think you've um you've got us out of a hole there i like that it's uh mm. definitely a great outdoors loads there for everybody i think we covered them earlier on in the season like different places yep. to eat for all budgets different places to stay for all budgets whether you want a cheap old apartment somewhere or if you want a really smart hotel great skiing area as well and loads of development going on so yeah very cool yeah, good. I'm, I'm impressed i'm 
You've managed to miss that like a big banana skin quite nicely there, Rob. I like it. Yeah, I mean, it is a it's big skiing area, big vertical, great sunshine, snow record, and those two things can go together. It yep. is open really late into the season as well. It's closing this year on April the 21st. It is late. Again, uh, peak retreats, they, they, they've they got a good option uh, for booking there, certainly up through into the Easter holidays. Yeah. Okay. Right, Dom, up next. Here Here's a challenge for you, Here though. Here we go. Here we go. Here yeah. we go. Whitechapel Road. White Chapel. Why would you pick that off a monopoly board? I mean, that's got to be the least conspicuous one on the It's not. It's not exactly Park Lane, is it, Rob? That you got? No. Um, but you know what? Actually, White Chapel's a pretty cool place. Uh, property's yep. way cheaper. Let's face it, and it's uh, it's just more interesting. So, with that in mind, I'm going to go yep. for one of my favourites, Pila, Aosta Valley. Love the place. What do you mm, think of that? Good one. I like it. Yeah, that is a cool place. Um, you know, slightly rustic in a good way. Uh, great food. Really nice skiing. Love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And in the spring, great place to hang out because you can even stay in the old town of Aosta in the valley below. And, you know, you really feel like you combine that city and skiing, uh, heading down to the warm streets for a drink and some food later on in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, but it is worth noting that ski area closed on April the 7th. So it's not a place for super late skiing. Uh, but mm. that for that Easter holiday this year could be a good bet. Yep. Uh, if you yeah. check out interskiholidays.co.uk, that's who I went with for booking. I went there over New Year. Sure. They've been established, I think they've been doing it, it 30 or 40 years, I seem to remember. Massive amount of time they've been specialising in that area. So, yeah, I think that's that's a pretty cool Whitechapel Road area, actually. It's a great <laughs> ski area. Love the food and coffee there. I could talk about Peter for a long time, Rob, but we need to move I on to the Monopoly board. I've yes. just thrown a six. Yes. Uh, I'm getting quite into this now. I'm getting quite excited. What about <laughs> North America? So... Uh, maybe we should mention a couple of places there because we know that the snow does last in some areas there. So thinking about Mammoth last season when you were there, so skiing well into July, that was yeah, nice, wasn't it? Well, yeah, that was crazy and pretty rare, but they do get a lot of snow in some areas. Um, right, okay, I am going to task you with a resort and I'm handing you, <laughs> here we go, <laughs> wait for it, Coventry Street. Take that one. Coventry Street. <laughs> You are. I mean, you haven't picked any of the ones that I would have picked, but there you go. So, Coventry Street, right. not so well known, but it's right in the heart of the West End, where all the action is, I suppose. So, understated, yeah. but yep, so much to do and so much to see. Uh, you can have as much fun as you can find. So, that's an easy one. What about Sun Peaks, British Columbia, where I've just been? It's really, you know, uh. not somewhere that everybody would immediately think of, but wow, what a great time I had out there. Yeah, very clever. Very clever. I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. Well, I thought it was fantastic. You can get there from Vancouver or Calgary, and there's always good snow there, March and early, well into April as well, when the resort closes April 7th, but sometimes they stay open a little bit longer. Um, that's a bit earlier than some of the European resorts, but the snow probably pretty good out there, I'd say. Mm. Um, yeah. Loads of non-skiing off activities as well i mean don't forget the axe throwing rob and uh <laughs> yes. yeah, obviously don't forget the axe i throwing. mean obviously you, you obviously you'd do that in coventry street as as standard yes. wouldn't you you know exactly. a bit of axe throwing in coventry street exactly why um, no i love that link i love that link it's kind of understated but there's so much there's so much to do there and, and, yeah. and not not that many people might know about it but think about it you're right in the heart of all the action that's yeah. very that's very yeah. smart I like that yeah. so last but not <sighs> least rob how about Come on, this is an easy one. I, I knew you'd get these ones. Bond Street. Got to be easy. Bond Street. What do you think? Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so many ski resorts can be hooked to Bond Street, right? I mean, think shopping. It's in Mayfair. Of course, just the name Bond. I mean, it's got skiing written all over it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm going to go with, um, we'll stay in North America. I'm going to go with Park City oh, nice. and Deer Valley in Utah okay. for this one. Nice. 
Yeah. Why would you do that? Well, okay. Firstly, there is no such thing as Bond Street, right? Even though it says yeah. Bond Street on the Monopoly board. It's either new Bond Street or old Bond Street. Okay. So, of course, you know, Park City and Deer Valley is two resorts. And let's yeah. face it, they are both very upmarket, especially Indeed. Deer Valley. Yeah. Um, historic Main Street of Park City is also full of lo- lovely shops, bars and restaurants. Mm-hmm. You know? Definitely. It is a really good late season option it's very easy to get to so you know like bond street these days much easier to get to from paddington or reading on the elizabeth line so i kind of think it's an easy place to get to like park city just a 35 to 40 minute drive from salt lake city airport just imagine getting on the train at reading and popping out the other side in a ski resort like park city wouldn't that be so cool Um, cool. (laughs) loads to do off the slopes really big skiing area you know largest skiing area in the u.s basically and a great snow record too so check out park city uh, sorry no check out visitparkcity.com for more information on that perfect rob that is a great destination somewhere i haven't been but i've seen that they've got some bucket loads of snow at the moment so they seem to be having a good time of it so yep. uh well that wraps it up and uh apart from the fact that we never got round to uh pentonville road rob what about Pentonville <laughs> road <laughs> yeah thank goodness for that um i guess if we did we could go for that that unknown ski resort in central italy to put out a press release about it being shut because of lack of snow oh. that sparked all this whole strand you know including our friends at the insurance company that think all skiers are now playing monopoly and not skiing Dear, poor people <laughs> such a shame well with that in mind i'd just like to say happy skiing rob all the resorts that are coming into big snowfall right now across the alps plenty going on i think yeah plenty going on and um, plenty of skiing left in this season dom don't you think plenty of spring skiing left all the way through into april i'm certainly looking forward to making some plans Definitely. Um, there's some fantastic places to ski as we've covered there right up into April time. And uh, it's actually, I personally think it's a, an absolutely brilliant time to go to end up with beautiful sunshine. And actually last year, there was some fantastic snowfall late season. So a great time to go. Rob, on that note, I've got a plane to catch. I'm off. you got a plane to catch. Lucky you. I mean, if, if some pancreas was on the Monopoly board, then we could have both jumped on a, a virtual train to the Alps right now. But <laughs> it, it, it is not. Obviously, when they made Monopoly, they did not you know, have the vision to think that St Pancras could in any way be a significant uh, place in London. But did little did they know that thousands and thousands of skiers would leave London from St Pancras Station yeah, to head to the Alps. That. Maybe we should start up a new game called Skiopoly. Oh, I like that idea. Yeah. Skiopoly. Yeah. I mean, you know, just the, th- the thing is, who? what would be the most expensive ski resort on the Monopoly board to buy? And then what would be the cheapest one? I mean, actually, I suppose both of those things have a lot of marketing value to ski resorts, don't they? I mean, you yeah. could say we're the we're the we're the most expensive for great reasons, and other others could say, yeah, we're the cheapest, but you know, there's a lot of opportunity, right? Yeah. So I yeah. like that idea. Let's do it. Right. With that in mind, Rob, all the best and enjoy your spring skiing. Next week we'll have a full episode where we are covering all of our usual news, resort spotlight, bucket list destinations, the best snow and the best places to ski right now. All to come next week, Rob. In the meantime, have a good week. You too. Thanks, Dom. Cheers. Meno, talkie walkie. Uh, pretty sure it's called a walkie-talkie, mate. <laughs> <laughs>